it's time for another episode of the Marriage Podcast. Yeah, we're going to talk about more sex. Man, we've been talking about sex a lot. <laughs> Welcome to the Marriage Podcast Network, helping you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. Broadcasting from Tuscola, Texas, here are your hosts, Trey and Corey Gibson. Well, hello and welcome to this episode of The Marriage Podcast. This is the show where we help you find and keep passion and fun in your marriage. Today today is April the 5th, 2013. Today, we're going to hit our third installment. That's right. Can and you believe it? Final. Hopefully. We're hoping this really is going to be the final. <laughs> the final installment where we're going to be talking about sex. And uh, guys, we're not trying to ruminate on this. We're not trying to be inappropriate no. or make you guys uncomfortable. But the reality is, I'm going to say, Corey, what would you guess? Maybe three or four out of five questions that we get center around sex. Oh, gosh. I truly think at some point in the question, that is a part of almost every single one. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. This is this is just an issue that a lot of people have issues with. I, I think people sometimes. I wish we could share all the stories, and we can't because we're not having been given permission. Some we passively haven't been given permission to talk about. It. Others very directly ask us not to say anything about it, yeah. and we certainly understand and respect that. We don't have any problem Absolutely. with that. But I wish we could share all the stories that we get in because there's so many folks out there that are going through so many things. And in a lot of ways, I think a lot of us would just go, "Oh, thank God, we're not the only yeah. ones." And so. It, it, this is such. A, this is a vital, important topic for us to go over and discuss because I think everybody, even those that acknowledge that it's not where it's supposed to be, acknowledge that there's a desire to get to healthy sex. We've created such a taboo. We've created such a mess from it that so many people have walked into so many question marks that there's so many answers to. But because we've mucked it up and believing that it's taboo, that it's naughty, that it's dirty, we don't talk about it. That we we we. I mean, that we don't get into it. Just 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 today. My wife and I were very vocal, open and very vocal in a very appropriate way, but yeah. we have some really close friends of ours, and and we got on some of their on some of their uh, Facebook sites, and and we had made some comments. It started out talking about kids, and we had kind of turned it towards sex, and it made them very uncomfortable, and and uh, you know that's and, and I think we kind of stepped on some toes, not with them, they're they're real open with it, but with some other folks, but you know. Uh, I, it, it, it kind of elucidates the reason why we've made a three-part process out of this because so many folks have turned sex into such a thing that is bad, it's shameful, you don't talk about it, it's grody, you know, yeah. all this other stuff. Oh my gosh, that is just not the right approach. No matter whether you're, you're you know, Christian or not, I, I think you Christians are often the worst about it because of yeah. some prudish mentalities we Agreed. get about it. And so we're, we want to crack all of that off. We want to take all the chains, all that junk off. We want to get into what is healthy sexuality. We're going to talk some more about that today. Before we do that, guys, let's get into our housekeeping. If you want to get notified, new episodes, what's going on? What are Trey and Corey talking about this week? Oh, hey, who would have figured? It's sex. If you wanted to know <laughs> that this morning, so it's Friday morning for most of you guys that are listening. If you wanted to know the minute it came out, you can go over to themarriagepodcast.com. Over on the right-hand side, you'll see where you can enter your name, your email address. Once you put that in there, you get put onto a subscription list that will give you a notification every time a new episode goes up, which if you guys know, that's just going to be once a week, and it'll tell you exactly what's on them. We do that so that way you have access to what are we talking about today? Is it that one thing that my husband and I or my wife and I needed to hear today, now, this yeah. weekend, before next week, before everything came off the of glue? We try to make sure that you never miss that episode. Go over there, the Family Podcast Network, or excuse me, the Marriage Podcast.com, right hand side, name and email address. We do not spam you out ever. Guys, don't forget to go like us over on Facebook. We love to put up like funny pictures and memes and stuff like that. You got to go check us out over there. So, Corey, I think we owe everybody a story. If you were, if you've been on Facebook this week, 
I promised that everybody who who's who who's liked the 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 marriage podcast that we had a story. We put a, a picture up there of these two people. Kind of, it looks like they're dancing, but they've kind of got their legs hocked up <laughs> really high. And basically, the 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 mentality, what the the comment in it was, you don't know what love is until you've like farted in front of each other. How was yeah, it? Yeah, you don't know true marriage or true happiness until you can fart in front of each other. And I'm I'm a very big agree <laughs> in agreement with that. And so. I had, I mean, y'all can ask me, like, Corey will, will back me up on this. Yeah. I would not tell Corey that I loved her until she was comfortable farting in front of me. That's a true story, guys. I wasn't trying to be gross. It wasn't some kind of way to force her to be like a dude. But I had an aunt and an uncle that went seven years of marriage. That would be, I mean, close to where we are now. We're a little past that. But they went seven years of marriage, and they never farted. They got up and left the room, guys. And I was terrified of that. And I was going to be like, no, you're going to be real with me, and you're going to show me the real side of your physiology, and you're going to cut them in front of me before I would even I would even say it. It didn't take long. I mean, it didn't take her long at all to go, okay. And then, love. So now well, that, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Well, no, it, it, you know, and I, I kind of felt pressured to fart. I mean, there was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, well, I see what you did there, unintentionally there or not. There was pressure. Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> anyway, guys, Anyways, sorry, we're not trying yeah. to take it. We're not trying to take it down flatulence lane here. But the bottom line is, we had a fun. <laughs> we had a fun time over there at the Marriage Podcast. Go check us out over there. Like, uh, like the Marriage Podcast Network. I'm telling you guys, liking, liking the shows at the Sister Station uh, Family Podcast Network and Marriage po- Podcast Network is, is where you're going to get some of the most uh, connected with Corey and I. And uh, so go over there, check us out. Guys, if you have any questions, comments, topics that you want to hear, encouragements that you guys want, uh, we want to hear your questions. We love answering them. Even if you won't let us put them on air, we ask, can we put them all on air? But we understand that some of these are sensitive. Uh, in many, many cases, I am surprised at how many uh, husband and wife teams are listening to these shows. Yeah. And, uh, and and I love that. So, And I understand in some cases that some you know couples come to us and they say, Trey, we want this to be private in between us and whatnot. But uh, you know, if you've got them, we'll answer them anyway. Even if we can't put them on the air, we may beg you to put them on the air because there's so many people asking that question. But we want those. We want those from you. There's several different ways you can get in in touch with us, guys. You can always email us at Trey at the Marriage Podcast or Corey at the Marriage Podcast. Also, you can always send us an internet voicemail if you've got a microphone connected to your computer over at themarriagepodcast.com. Over on the right hand, it says, Ask Corey and Trey a Gibson. Uh, Corey or Trey a question. I'm, I'm off my game today, guys. Y'all can ask me a Gibson if y'all want to click on that little button and you hit record. It will record a voicemail and send it to our email addresses so that we can sit down and read those and it's listen to those. It's not even babe. I know, I know. And I've got a diet Dr. Pepper Cherry here in front of me. I should be mm-hmm. fine. But send us those uh, voicemails. We'll uh, feature them online. We love answering your questions and your comments. And, uh, guys, if you need to, you can use a pseudoname. We do not mind if you throw out a pseudoname. Make up a fake name. We'll never know the difference, oh, guys. No throw kidding. it out there. It's no big deal. Ask the question, though, because let me tell yeah. you, there are people out there that need to hear your question shoot them to us we love having you know this you saying pseudo name this is totally off topic but um i remember when i was a little girl probably preteen, tween i guess is what they call it now 11 12 and there was oh god y'all are gonna die if you remember the song but there was a song called a Oh, like me so horny or something Uh do you remember that song me so horny yeah anyway oh god lewd and inappropriate but i remember as a kid hearing it you know and and this kind of and i'm not really not trying to cross reference but trey does the family podcast and we're real big on being open with your kids and and at the time i i had no idea what that meant and i remember kids talking about it but i was too afraid to call into the radio station 
to request it because I was terrified <laughs> they were some kind of, somehow going to do some kind of voice recognition. <laughs> I don't know. I had an active imagination. Vocal so we will not do vocal pre- fingerprinting if you guys uh, call in. So. <laughs> Guys, you can also call us at 661-PARENT-0. Once again, that is 661-PARENT-0. That is the number that we use over at the Family Podcast Network, but you guys can use that same number. When you call, we request that. If you call in, just say, hey, my name is Sarah, and I'm calling for Trey on the Marriage Podcast, Trey and Corey on the Marriage Podcast. Here's my question, and then ask your question. If you guys don't mind, keep it under three minutes. At the Oh, excuse me. I guess I can't say that to you guys anymore. It's 30 seconds now because they've downgraded what? my account. Yeah, yeah, I was on a, I've been on a beta what? test, and so I've been beta testing and sending them information. And uh, anyway, they've moved into their premium, so I, I I can only do like a hundred a month in thirty seconds. So once again, guys, if anybody wants to support the show, yes. I'm always I, I'd love to offer that to you guys, but I'm not going to flesh it out if there's not enough people that are like, yeah, yeah. I want to step up and support that, and because uh, I'm not going to put y'all's money into stuff that's that nobody wants. So if you guys are wanting that, we can always make that happen. Guys, consider becoming a P-Tacker over at the Family Podcast Network. We'll yeah, save that, that for that another show. that goes for both of us. It does go for both of these shows. Anything that we support in one show We've never helps talked about that before, have we? We have not. Obviously, that's not first and forefront in our minds. So Anyway, guys, if you got the question, 661-PARENT-0. Again, that is 661-PARENT-0. Guys, you can always hit the uh, contact us buttons up there or go to Facebook. Facebook might even be the fastest way for the both of us. You want to yeah. get something from the both of us? Facebook's pretty good for us. All right, guys, with all the housekeeping out of the way today, let's go ahead and jump into our topic for today. What do you think, Corey? You want to go back through the question again for anybody to Oh, I, today? we're going to have to read it again just in case okay. this is the first time. So we've been going the last couple of weeks. And if, if this is your first time or you're just not jumping in, I would highly encourage you to go back to – um um I don't remember what we – oh, here's the topic. <laughs> I write these down for a, for a purpose. I don't want to. When sex becomes a chore. So I would encourage y'all to go back and, and start yeah, the from the beginning. Episodes, it yeah. started at episode 19. So this will be episode 21. Yeah. So anyways, we got a listener question in. And I'm going to go ahead and read it. And then we'll pick up where we left off last week. Uh, my husband's sex drive is what I would call high. And I'm sure he would call mine low. We wouldn't be more opposite in this area. It seems my drive became even lower after having our two children. My husband gets grumpy, pouty, and gives small guilt trips anytime I turn down. Uh, making love due to sickness or tiredness. He also says things like, how would you feel if I didn't talk to you every day? His reaction makes me not want to make love even more. Can making love for a husband can be compared to the importance of what talking is to a wife? If so, how come I don't desire to make love as much as he does? Why does God have to make us so different? I hear that a wife needs to feel intimate before desiring to make love and that a husband needs to make love before feeling intimate. Is that true? It seems true with us, which makes things hard, but maybe it's due to a wrong way of thinking that has snuck its way into our minds. Do men think the way of building intimacy is through sex? Because I don't think that's true, but it seems like that's what he thinks. How can a man learn other ways of building intimacy with his wife so that the love making has a better chance of blossoming? I've asked two pastor's wives that I used to be in communication with about this, and they said they got to a place where they never refused their husbands. Never. Even if they were dead tired or had just given birth or were sick. Even when it caused tears or pain or resentment or bitterness. They had the fake it till you make it motto. Is this right? Is this also the right heart in which to obey God with? I have tried this approach and I don't like it because I feel resentment and it only builds. I either wait until I feel ready, in the meantime, ever so gently and politely refusing my husband, who in turn gets grumpy with me, or I fake it till I make it, not refusing him, but then deal with him asking why I wasn't into it and try to hide or suppress my resentment. What is wrong here? 
How can I submit in this area of my life and still maintain joy? How can I find the joy I once had in love making with my husband? And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm attracted to the man, and he is, and we still do have a nice love life, and I still enjoy it, just not as often as he would like. How do we find a compromise? We are both Christians trying to live by God's word, uh, so I'm aware of the verses that speak on this topic, too. Anyway, so we got through, I would probably say two-thirds uh, in the past couple of weeks. And, and the last thing um, that we touched on was uh, uh, talking about the pastor's wives. And, and I was thinking about this week, and I, I, I kind of went back and was, I was listening to our podcast last week. And I know I hit it really hard just saying that that was basically despicable. And, uh, and I kind of retraced my steps because it, it, it was a little harsh. And, um, I, I, you know, I think more than anything... The, these ladies really did have a heart of trying to be uh, submissive to their husband, which, scripturally yeah. speaking, we are. Now, oh, Lord Jesus, that's a whole nother podcast topic. And if somebody ever wants us to go into that, we'd be more than happy to. But point being is that I really do and, think— and, and on the side note to that, that what we believe in what submission might be may not be what you think. Yeah. Anyways— so uh, you know, I, I I I tend to be the blunt one of the two of us, and and very tell it like I'm feeling. Sometimes I forget to filter, and so um I was probably yeah, Corey. A little... Corey's not a pragmatist. I mean, she's very black or white. She is very yeah. go ho. You know, go hard or go home. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I realize I and I and I want to if that because I I don't want to scare anybody off if that is the heart that they have right now because that heart is to please their husband and and we all want to please our husband just like I hope that our husbands would want to please us and that's where a lot of a lot of this is boiling down to you know with Corey and I and our mentality on this you know a lot of our resistance isn't because we're upset with the people but we've we're upset with the 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 system that's being sold. To, to married couples and especially ladies and a, like a lot of Christian ladies seem to be get sold this 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 mentality and it breaks our heart. So any of the any of the upsetness that we have, it's not towards the people because yeah. they're doing the best they know. Yes. It's towards this system. The, I mean, yeah. I, I would go as far to call this a lie. It is a lie, and and we hate anything that destroys marriage and breaks relationship yeah. apart. Yeah. So I'm going to hit it there. At the end of that question, she asked, they had a fake it till you make it motto. Is this right? And is this also the right heart in which to obey God with? You know, I, we, we profess, we are believers of the God of the Christian Bible. We really try to make this a fairly um, neutral podcast, not yeah. for any other reason, except that we are, are, I don't know how to word this. We're very accepting. We want to be able to help everybody who who wants or needs help. Um, oh boy, well, do you hear that Texas accent come through? Hey, hey. <laughs> we're very we're we, you know, politically we're what you call libertarians, but yeah. we we have a belief system that that everybody is worthy of respect. Even if I disagree with you, you you are still a person and you're yes. valuable, and yeah. even your opinions and viewpoints are valuable to us. That's right. and, and we want to listen and we want to hear because you know even with all of our belief systems, even some of our Christian belief systems, my best friend in 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 when I was uh, uh, getting my master's degree was an atheist. He was my yeah. best friend, and he challenged me on more stuff, and it was the best thing that could ever happen to me. So we, I mean, we are very open here to hearing, you know, and, and inviting yeah. everybody in, because yeah. we want you here. We want to hear your ideas and your thoughts and perspectives. That's and so, right. Well, and the only way anybody's ever going to change or learn anything or whatever is, is uh -huh. through love. It's yeah. not going to be through all that other crap, but we won't go into politics on this show. Hey, hey. So anyways, but since this question was asked, I, man, I'd love to answer that. Is this the right heart in which to obey God? And I think 
always when you are striving to please your spouse is the right heart. However, I think when that um, comes well, I'm trying to figure out how to word this. If it's causing you physical harm, absolutely mm-hmm. not. If you're staying in a marriage and your spouse is beating you, I mean, do I think that's the right heart to obey God? No, absolutely not. And and do I think you submitting to sex anytime your husband wants it, even if you're sick or tired of just giving birth? No, I don't think that's that. I don't want to say that's the right heart. That's not the right heart. But what I want to do when I say is I do not do not feel like that is what God is expecting out of us. Well, one of the reasons why you know we have such an issue with that is not an intrinsic issue. Like if 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 your husband's wanting to come to you and he's wanting to just get it when he can get it, do I have a problem with that? I sure don't. It's not an issue. Corey and I support men having sex. Trust me, we have a lot of kids to prove it. Um, the issue comes down to, and it's not even like I think, oh, he's being a naughty husband for doing it. I don't even see it that way. Mm-mm. The issue comes down to this. Sex is designed to be blow your socks off amazing. It is designed to release more endorphins than almost any other activity that you can do. I think exercise is below it. But it it is designed to be one of the most pleasurable experiences that you can have. And what happens is, is the human mind is in such a way that we begin to associate emotional states with an action that feels pleasurable or unpleasurable, right? So if you are having sex and you're having an orgasm and boom, right? That's called a positive reinforcement. We ooh, we get this wonderful wash of, of endorphins that make us feel good and there's this these these hormone release and it just it feels really dadgum good. Well guess what that what's up make us do next time things come around, right? We want to have sex again. Yeah. So Corey and I's like the reason we have a hard time with this mentality is again not on an intrinsic level, but we have a problem with the idea of something or anything that a wife would be doing that is associating a negative connotation to something that is beautiful, that is intimate, that is deep, that is downright pleasurable. Yeah. We hate seeing that get connected there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's that, what it, in that operant conditioning. That's exactly Whenever what it you is. connect, you know, you're having sex and suddenly it becomes an unpleasurable act because every time you have sex, it's because you feel like you have to. And then suddenly, I mean, it's just, you know, not to sound goofy, but it's a vicious cycle. I mean, and, and where does it stop? When, when do you start enjoying sex? And God, I mean, God yeah. created us as sexual yeah. beings. Both sides. Both sides of the gender. Period. I mean, there, I mean, there's been, there's been research that shown that a woman's orgasm when a man and a woman orgasm at at close to the same time that a woman's orgasm pulls the sperm up into the fallopian tubes and helps i mean there's been shown to have scientifically scientific reasons behind the orgasm but we know that if it wasn't meant to be pleasurable god would not have made it pleasurable we don't find pleasure in stubbing our toes why well because if we kept on stubbing them we would break our toes which could cause us immense physical harm we know that there is pleasure found in orgasm which as far as i can tell means that that probably means we should do it again and 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 not like cocaine and crack i mean you know don't take that outside <laughs> outside of the organic yeah run with but, that guys <laughs> but um anyways and so so in saying that i, I don't think it's the right heart in the the fact that God created sex for it to be pleasurable for both parties. If it was yeah. just supposed to be pleasurable for men, I don't think he would have made it pleasurable for women. And and so that's just kind of my my ideas on that. Well, you know, and I want to confirm something to the to the person who wrote this in. Uh, I mean, I think this speaks of your character. Absolutely. I mean, it really does. I mean, I think it shows that. I mean, you're you're committed to this guy. Yeah. And, and you're trying as very people hard. that are passionate about marriage. Um, that is 
a high honor for us to to bestow when we say that because it is the character of a person that keeps people in these marriages nowadays. And uh, I, I think this speaks of your character and the fact that you are committed to a person even during these these times where you're feeling resentful um, and those kinds of things like this. And I want you to hear me say I'm proud of you for that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of people that for less than what you're going through right now, people they've already bailed out. And uh, yeah. good for you. And I want you yeah. to really rest in that in that encouragement that I'm very yeah. proud of you for that. And to, to everybody else out who is identifying with this listener, I know there's other people that are hearing this and, and connecting with this this writer. Male uh, and female. Male I and mean, female. There, there may be some females on That's the flip side Corey. or males on That's the That's really side good. Of this. Yeah. I'm proud of you guys for sticking yeah. together. It can always get worked on. And, uh, you know, broken bones yeah. hurt like hell. I mean, they do. Broken bones hurt. But you set them and you heal them and they grow back and they can yeah. be they can be tougher than they were before. Yeah. And so to finish that question, I don't like it because I feel resentment and it only builds. Well, yeah, I think that's really fair. I think anybody yeah. would feel resentment for yeah. that. I mean, and so to go into the next question, my husband can tell when I'm really not into it and he doesn't like that. True. You know, I mean, that's there are just some parts of this question. We've mentioned it before. There is only so much that you can do. There's only so much that you can do. And to tell you to enjoy something that you are not, I mean, you know, you can only do so much. And and that's where your husband needs to step up and make it so that it is something enjoyable to you. Whether that's coming home and cleaning the kitchen or whether yeah. that's spending more time on you in the bedroom. I mean, either either way. And so, I mean, I'd love to have a perfect answer for you. Well, this is what you need to do and this is how you need to change it. Well, I mean, if you're not enjoying it, I mean, you're not enjoying it. I don't know, babe. What do you have to say about that? This is a this is a very difficult thing to do. It, it's it's yeah, a hard it question. Is. And y'all can probably hear trepidation in, in Corey's voice. And so I was really glad she went first on this question because it gave me time <laughs> to, to organize mine. But this is a this is a double edged sword. Period. There's no other way to yeah. see it. This is not a katana. This is that double edged broadsword that you know, or something like that, or the short sword that the Romans use. It goes both directions because there's two parts to this. Number one, Corey nailed it. Your husband has got to know what to do. Yeah. I mean, he's. I mean, it is the it is a responsibility of me to know what tickles Corey's fancy, and I don't mean that just in the bedroom. I mean in all that stuff for her. There's a lot of stuff that needs to fall into place before that bedroom thing happens. And if I don't have those ducks in a row, it either makes for a difficult, short, or sometimes non-existent bedroom experience. And so, and I'm aware of that. And so, I do the best that I can to maximize those and brownie points. You know, myself. Now, remember, this is not a for some of you guys out here who are going to run into this and try to turn it into an emotionless. I just need to make a score here. You know what I'm saying? So that way, I can have enough brownie points to cash in for my, you know, my free, you know, lay at the end of the day. That's not what we're talking about either. I do these things because my wife likes them. I do these things because they're important and special to my wife, and because I love her, and because even if she was a quadriplegic or a paraplegic or she had no use of her sexual organs anymore i'd still be doing these things yeah. and she needs to know that but the, the the reverse so we talked about that one edge of the swing of the sword there how does that come back the other way who is responsible to teach a husband what to do what do they like what do they need see we men are not taught what to do first off we don't come with a spouse you know a spouse manual we don't we don't have that <laughs> we should be recording you get one we didn't. We, now we should be recording. And men, we need to take responsibility that when we start dating these, is that we, these ladies, is that we're understanding that we need to be figuring out what they like and, and making notes of these, and then doing them as much as we can with the authentic heart as we can. So we need to be doing those, but 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 we also need to be teaching each other. What do we like? What do we need? We need to be guiding. We need to be showing. You cannot expect people to read minds, husbands. You cannot expect wives to read your mind and to know exactly what it is that you want. You got to be 
Talking. Yeah. You got to be talking. Yeah. That's that flip side of it. You got to be going back and forth. So men, you need to know your wives. You need to figure them out. You need to understand what it is that they love, what it is they like. If you don't know, hey, guess what you can do? Go ask. <laughs> oh, but Trey, if I ask them, they'll know that I don't know, and then they'll be mad at me. You know what? If you didn't know, and then you didn't do that thing they wanted you to do here in the next week or the next birthday or whatever else it is, how much more upset are they going to be? <laughs> yeah. I'm the cowboy up here, gents. It's time to get in there. It's time to know our wives. It's time to know the insides and outsides and everything else in between, just like we know our cars or our firearms or whatever else it is in our lives that we love. We need to know our wives better than those things. Well, and, and, you know, and to get real personal, I mean, it's our job as well. I mean, I'll even bring it into the bedroom. I mean, Trey and I have been together eight and a half years, and I still give them guides in the bedroom, you know, Stop, don't, this, mm-hmm. that, yep. or the other. I mean... Ouch. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that didn't happen too often. but Not too often. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and that's... I mean, to me, that's what makes sex better. So, it's not... I mean, not, not to be blunt, but it's just not the missionary position every night. Roger you know, I mean, it's it's fun. It's experimentative. Don't be afraid to tell your spouse. And spouse, don't be shocked if you hear it. I mean, that's what's going to make it better. And make it so that your spouse does enjoy, so that your partner is enjoying sex, and it's not a chore. I'm going to say this to men out there, but this is probably going to go both ways. I'll let Corey confirm. But but men, don't assume that you already know what she likes. No. I, I've noticed that in a lot of ways, a lot of people's sex is like, a, a, is like it's, it's like polite. <laughs> you know, it's just like, oh, well, he did that. Oh, I guess I just, hey, I didn't like that very much. But, you know, I don't want to hurt his feelings. Yeah. This is not the place for that no. crap. I'm sorry. You guys are not friends. Y'all are intimate. <laughs> Y'all are yeah. marriage partners. Y'all are friends plus here. Yeah. And you guys need to have no holds barred here. There needs to be no reservations. There needs to be no, well, I guess I kind of like that. I guess I could get used to that. No, 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 no. no. We need to no. be communicating what our needs are, and we don't need to be arrogant. Now, I'm saying these things because I'm preparing you guys. If you're in the bedroom tonight, tomorrow, next night, whenever it's going to happen again, I'm expecting that you guys are going to go, hey, I don't, I don't like that. And I'm trying to get both of you on each side of this prepared to hear those words because when I heard that the first time, it was kind of a punch to my gut. That didn't last long, trust me, with the middle of what we were doing. I didn't care for long, but it really shook me for a minute. And sometimes some of you folks have been married for years, years and years, 5, 10, 15, 20 years, maybe more, and you may have gone all this time not realizing, oh, they're not really fond of that. So be prepared to hear those things like, I don't really like that. That really kind of hurts. I don't really enjoy that. Be prepared for that. And just see it as 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 that thing that you need to get you one step closer to driving your spouse nuts. So let's move on and kind of the last, last couple of questions. And really we can kind of tie um, all of these together. She says, I either wait until I feel ready in the meantime, ever so gently and politely refusing my husband, who in turns get grumpy with me. How can I submit in this area of my life and still maintain joy? Well, once again, I think this just really boils down. Sorry, I was kind of far away from the microphone. I hope that didn't affect too much. Anyways, once again, I think this is just really, a lot of this just has to do with you can only do so much. The, the things that you can do. Are focus on your end of the scenes. Yeah. Um, on your side, I mean, you cannot change them. Uh, yeah. I promise you, you can. Yeah. I mean, good luck with that. Um, the only people who can change themselves are themselves. I mean, that's just, there's. Yeah. I mean, there's just a, a natural. And anything out past that is is called coercion, and that's not what you want. That builds. When we talk about resentment, that can build resentment on both sides of the fence. And so, 
Anyway, the, the the answer comes down to that's his stuff is him. But what you can do is you can affect your side of it. Yes. Start yeah. figuring out what it is that you like and start communicating that. Communicating that very clearly. Hey, I yeah. don't I don't really like that. That hurts. Could you do this for me? Show and yeah. showing them what to do. Yeah. So remember, it's don't don't just don't just say don't do this. I don't like that. It's yeah. a half of it. It's an important part yeah. of it. We don't Which, we don't let our kids come to us and say, "I don't know what to do." Okay, well, what can you do? Well, I don't know. Okay, well, come back to me when you've got a solution. There you and go. That's it, and that's what it's got to be here, too. So teach them what you want from them. So you say, no, 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 that's not what we're looking for. But here, want, do this instead. Or just try that. Or I really like when you do this. Yeah. And point them towards those things. And and don't forget that that can quickly turn into an issue of, so then now they, oh, she likes this or he likes this. So then they begin yeah. doing that one thing and one thing and that one thing and, that, and a lot. And then you may have to kind of guide them around for a yeah. little bit. You may have to kind of show them, yeah, this spot here that spot there and you gotta gotta you know maybe take them around the map for a little bit but do you see what can happen there is is that you begin taking take them to those spots and then the next time when everything goes down you start taking them to those spots and the next time that goes down you start taking them to those spots and then obviously make sure you don't forget to reciprocate in these two things but well and let me and let me go into that i was talking with a gal just this week who was who was having trouble uh feeling intimacy uh, in the bedroom with her husband and, and, and I, I hear, you know, what, what we're getting from this letter is the fact that she is just not having the desire. And, and I think we've mentioned before, sometimes there are times where I'm just really not that into it. However, Trey makes the time Mm -hmm. and, and that really helps. And so maybe, and I say this and, and I hope, you know, you can take this well, Maybe make the time. Maybe make the time to spend some time on him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yep, yep. and I'm just gonna say it. Maybe try some oral sex on him. Oh, take, did you say that out loud? <laughs> I did. I did. But take some time on him. Do be slow. Make it enjoyable. And 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 then just maybe, just maybe, he might reciprocate, and it might end up to a point where y'all are really both having an enjoyable and pleasurable sex session even when in the beginning you didn't want to there has been many times that i have not wanted to but i was really always glad that i did in the end and i think that that is could answer the question to how can i submit in this area of my life and still maintain joy well consider figuring out ways that you can give him joy as well and and sometimes we can kind of and i'm not i'm not saying that this is what's happening but sometimes we can very easily slip into a martyr position or victim mentality of oh my life is so awful oh i just don't want to have sex and my husband always does things are so horrible well you know i mean part of marriage is sex it is and it's an extremely important part for the man i think in ways even more important than the woman in in ways <laughs> but so i would encourage you to to take that time with your husband find out the things he does like even if you're not into it try really hard and i'm not saying every time i'm not saying if you're sick i'm not saying if you just had a baby but if it's been three four five six days two weeks two months you may need to really consider taking a step back and seeing what you might be able to do um, to help him as well. Yeah, the thing to remember about sex is is that it it's not something that you walk into and you have all the moves down. It's not. I mean, I know the movies paint. <laughs> it's the stupidest crap Stupid that they paint. <laughs> but they paint this mentality that like you walk into sex and it's the most amazing thing ever. Now, Corey and I had pretty rocking sex that very first time after we got married. But let me tell you something. <laughs> 
that stuff that we experienced at the start was a nothing yeah. to what happened last night. I'm just gonna be straight with you guys to what happened last <laughs> night, and it gets better as it goes. And yeah. so you got to remember, you've got to add the spice, yeah. right? A piece of a steak. I don't know if any of you guys are steak lovers, but a steak does not go from unseasoned to season unless you do what? You got to throw some spices on there. Yeah. Sex is the exact same thing. Yeah. You, you, you can't you can't cook that piece of May meat. May learn that cinnamon doesn't taste real good on steak, but the <laughs> next time analogy. you know to maybe try some cayenne for a little kick. A little that's a great analogy. <laughs> so anyway, throw some spice on it, guys. Talk to each other. Be open. Remember, this is not a library. This should be more like uh, going audible on a football field, guys. You need to be talking and communicating and letting you know where you're going, when you're about to pass, and when you're about to make a touchdown. <laughs> Sorry, sticking with the example, but. <laughs> <laughs> the metaphor there, but but we need to be communicating. We need to be yeah. talking. You need to own up on your side of the things. What you need to be doing that you where you can increase things more. And uh, and men, you need to step it up on your side, guys. You need yeah. to make this pleasurable. It, it I consider it my responsibility when we walk into the bed chambers to make my responsibility to make sure that Corey gets a good experience out of this. Yeah. I mean, not not good, not okay. We're talking. Holy crap, what was that? I'm talking, that's what I'm trying to get for. Yeah. Because when I do that and I associate with, ooh, when we go to the bed and Trey starts doing this, that happens to me. Yeah. I want to do it next time. That's our responsibility, man. It's time to step up on that. It's time to learn what we need to learn. We need to know the insides and the outsides like we talked about before. Know it. Be responsible for your side of it. Because let me tell you, there is nothing more passionate than two people doing everything at their disposal to try to get that other person where they want to be. Well, let's, and let's, let me wrap it up with this final question. She, um, one thing I do, and we, we've briefly talked about, it, and I'm going to talk about it again. And, and one question that I'm going to pose is what if your husband is unwilling to change? Yeah. What yeah, if your, what if your husband is unwilling to listen to you? He's unwilling to go to counseling. I, and I think for situations like this, man, counseling is the bomb. Um, counseling is not for crazy people. Counseling is to get two people together, whether it's you and your counselor or you and your spouse and your counselor and to help you through things that you may not otherwise know how to work through. But that being said, what if your husband is unwilling to change? You're right. You do still need to find joy in your marriage. And that's going to be tough. It is going to be yeah. tough. Yeah. However, the change is not to quote some kind of cliche that I'm sure is out there. But the change has to start with you. It really does. It has to find joy. Your spouse comes home. Hey, honey, what can I get for you? You know, what can I do for you? And and I know some of you feminists are out there rolling your eyes. But I mean, I'm serious. I, I really am. You've got to start loving on them. And they may not return it, but if they are any sort of human being, they will begin to slowly and surely recognize what you are doing. All right, did I hear you smacking over there? Oh no, not at all. But okay. I, I want to—I do want to add in on that too. That you know, it's very Corey nailed it right on the head. I think, and uh, you know, to, to do those things. But I want to be straight, also, guys. It is our job, ladies. I'm saying this to you, ladies, as a man. It is your job to not only communicate your desires yeah. to your husband. Yes. But it is also your job to enforce them. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying you be a butthead. I am not telling you guys. So now the feminists out there are like, oh, okay. Right. Corey and I do not advocate passivity in women. No. If you can't tell, <laughs> my wife does not meet that criteria. <laughs> and that, that is in one part just because of naturally who she was yeah. the very first day I met her. But it's another part because I also foster that yeah. because I like the fact, I mean, Corey doesn't take crap. She doesn't. Yeah. And I 
love that about her because that allows me to not run over with decisions that we haven't sat down and talked about. We believe our relationship to be very egalitarian, very uh, – uh, we have – we are equals. We are equals. We have strengths and weaknesses on both sides of the fields. Yeah. But we are equal. And so, ladies, it is your responsibility to step up and, and say, listen, I need these things to change. Yeah. I want to give you what you want. Well, and not a, hey, if you have time, can yeah. you come sit with me? Or if you would be willing, would you wash mm. the dishes? No, it needs to be, hey, babe, I need you to wash the dishes after dinner tonight. It would be really great. And, hey, after we get done eating, we need to sit and talk. Because there are some men, and my husband is one of them. It's, he is one of those, I need to tell him what I need done. Yeah. Not a, if you'd be willing, and it's always posing a question, not like, yo, get up off your butt. No, she's respectful I mean, about it. it's very respectful, but it's like, hey, we need to talk, like, now. You know, and, and for some husbands out there, that's what you need to do. Hey, babe, we need to spend more time together. What can we do to make it so that we can spend more time together? Do we need to get up 30 minutes earlier in the mornings and sit and drink coffee? Do we need to go to bed you know, 30 minutes later. I mean, you've got to start small. However, there are just, you just need to be straightforward. None of this passive aggressive crap, none of this passive crap, man, boy, should be nice if you'd make some time for me yeah, or not, something not like, no, that is not going to work. All that's going to do is engender anger and bitterness, and it's going to carry right over into the bedroom in every area of your life. And, and so I, you need to find joy in those situations. You need to be straightforward. And, um, and, and above all, if this is something that you are chronically dealing with your husband, I, I think it's very possible that, um, that counseling might be the road to take. Um, I'm not saying that 100% you would be fixed and everything would be wonderful. Um, but it, it might, it might be a really good idea. If anything, even if he won't go, it might be a great thing for you. Cause sometimes we just need an outlet and, um, I, you know, so anyways, that's kind of my thought, Trey, what about you? So what I'm going to recommend is this. So Corey is kind of, you know, summarizing everything that we've talked about over the last three weeks. We got to communicate. Yeah. And so in that communication, there needs to be kindness and respect. Corey yeah. brought up a good point I almost yeah. forgot, which is the passive-aggressive piece of it. And, so, and I really want to revisit that for just a second. That ain't the way to go with it, no. okay? Trying to get somebody to do it through manipulative or underhanded actions is yeah. not the way to get what you want. Imagine if give, you would like him to do that for you in the bedroom. So I, I'm going to give you, like, for for, for our, writer, our, our write-in today and for most ladies out there that listen, I'm going to recommend something along the lines like this. You say, hey, listen, tonight we need to talk about something it's pretty important, and uh, I, I want to go ahead and put it in the books. I don't have time to talk about it right now, but I want I want to talk to you about something, okay? It's very important. And I, I suggest that you do that because it's a lot like calling a meeting. So that way it's not seen as something that's like impassing. Whenever somebody says, yeah. I want to talk to you about something, it says, I've put time into this, and I'm actually going to reserve a minute here to say I need to put you in the books tonight so we can talk about something that I've been thinking about. And it's very powerful, and it's very, and it's very beneficial to do it that way. So already there's been the establishment of, okay, whoa. This is a meeting that we're having here about yeah. something. This is important. So it gets it gets a person in the mood, right? So now they're receptive. Now they're that's good. they're the yeah, the, no, that's the, good, the, the the everything's open and they're ready to receive, yeah. right? So start it out with that. And you pull them in and say, "Okay, hey, listen. I've heard what you're saying lately. Yeah. Is that you don't feel satisfied with sex. You don't you don't feel like I give it enough or that, you know, you feel like uh, I'm not, you know, that that is that is we're not having it enough or yeah. it's not intimate enough or I'm not, I'm not into enjoying it. it. Yeah, yeah. And, and and I hear you on that. And I think that's fair. Yeah. 
You hear that? You hear what I said there? I said I think that's fair. Acknowledge that that, that the desire that your husband is having is a real is a real desire, and it needs to be acknowledged. And it is something that is important. Is it your fault? Oh heck no! That's not what we're saying here. But we're acknowledging that that's a real thing. I think what you're saying is fair that that these things are happening, and I want to give that to you. Okay? Did you hear what we did there? Next, we said you want to feel those things, and I want to give that to you. So what we just did was we acknowledged this is important. We set it up. We came in and we said, your feelings are real. They're not stupid. Yeah. You know, mine are important too, but I acknowledge that you need to get your side of this. And, yeah. and okay, I got you on that. Then you said, I want to get that to you. And we're going to figure out a way to do that. Then you set it up with, if we're going to do this, here's what I need from you. What I need from you is I don't get sexed the same way that you do. And this is going to be worded in all of, all the listeners' own words you know, that we're saying today. But I don't get it the way you do. I don't do it just by seeing you naked like it does for, for you with me. Right? You know, you let them know that. You're, we're not the same. What turns me on is <laughs> fill in the blank. Preferably not yeah. a big fart sound. <laughs> fill in the blank there. What is that? I know for my wife, it's help around the house. It's loving on the kids. It's washing dishes. It's helping out outside. It's picking up things. But, you know, paychecks, uh, you, you know, you can acknowledge that with your husband. It's okay. I, I'm with you. I don't think paychecks, me, 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 are a big whoopee-doo. Uh, for some of you guys are like, you know, you, you know, y'all are stay-at-home moms or something like that. But, you know, whatever it is, you know, say, the, the paychecks is a great thing. I'm so glad that you do that. I really appreciate that. But I need more from you. I need you to sit down and watch a movie with me one-on-one. I need you to sit down and read a book with me. I need you to sit down and talk with me. And I'm not asking you to talk yeah. with me just to bore you. I need you to talk to me because that turns me on and that makes me want to throw you in the bed and have sex with you. Right. You know, talk to them <laughs> about that. I mean, I'm being funny, but I'm also being really serious here too because you want them to understand what the key to your loins are, right? And so you got to teach them what those keys are and just sit down and say, I need these things from you. What do you think? Yeah. And then take feedback, right? And and I'm going to I'm gonna hope beyond all hope, pray beyond all pray who people who believe that that it's going to go well, that it's going to be very well received. Don't be surprised, guys. If you've got bitterness and resentment in, in somebody built up that's been happening for a year, two years, five years, ten years, that that may not dissolve at the end of those words. I'm going to encourage you to thicken up some skin in this moment if you can yeah. because you may get a retaliation of somebody who's hurt because they don't feel loved, because they don't feel like you want them sexually. Even though that's not true, even though that's not the case, you may get a backlash from that. And I'm going to encourage you to be prepared that there may be some hurtful words back at you because they're hurting. It's not right to talk to you that way. It's not right to treat you that way. I'm not supporting that. But be ready that sometimes resentment has to bleed off, kind of like a soda that's gotten shaken up, right? You never open that soda all at once, right? Everybody knows that. What do you do? You crack it open, you let a little bit at a time, then you close it off, right? And so there may be some resentment that we've kind of got to defizz a little bit there at the start. Hang tight. Keep having that conversation. You may have to repeat this conversation again. They may be angry. See, that's where the counseling comes in hand. Andy, I think everybody hears that word. We say we suggest yeah. somebody go to a counselor. And they're like, oh, you're saying I'm, I'm crazy. If I go, then I'm admitting that I'm weird. You know what? Sometimes we've got so much of this crap that we just, you ever just needed to vent to somebody and you just want to call somebody up, they're a piece of son of a bad, hate their mother. Yeah, right? Do you really believe that at the end? Sometimes, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just need to get that out, and that's where the therapy, the counseling can come in handy. Because you got somebody who's not all emotionally tied up in this stuff, and they can just bleh, you know, just emotionally throw up on them. Then you get all that crap off your chest. Then you can sit down and have this talk a little bit easier and have a much highly, much more likelihood of success. So that's why we that's why Corey brought up that we need that, that therapy can be a very good thing in these cases. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
I think we're done. We finally ended the set. You know what? <laughs> Sorry, Here's I got you mid-swig. <laughs> no, that's okay. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to come back to this. I know oh, we will. There's gonna, th- we probably just probably unlocked. Probably once a month. <laughs> yeah, I bet we just unlocked 13 more episodes of this very topic because of these last three shows. But good. I, I mean, here, here I want Corey, some hate mail on this one. I want to get some people telling me that we're <laughs> wrong. And then I want to go to town with it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. It, but in all seriousness, if you if you've heard these past three podcasts, and you've got some questions. If you're the writer end of this letter, and and uh, you felt like we didn't answer something clearly or concisely, shoot them. Yeah, we want. Ask us again. We won't necessarily put it on air unless you want us to. But man, we'll we'll go in in depth as we possibly can. And uh, anyways, other questions arise. Uh, anything else, man? We love it. Like Trey mentioned, uh, Trey at the Marriage Podcast or Corey at the Marriage Podcast, or send us a message over on Facebook. Um, unless you post it on our wall, it won't show up to anybody but Trey or I. Um, and I promise, really not trying to heavily plug a show. It just so worked out. Uh, if you have any questions, you can call in, like Trey said, over at the Family Podcast Network dot com. Um, anyways, but I guess, gosh, I guess that's it. Hey. We'll see you guys next week.